We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In an era where network television has never been worse, it is it's comically bad. It's just the worst I've ever seen. The, the commercials for TV shows, the... 20th year of just, you know, reality TV shows that could have been canceled after the second season. Um, in well, a Brea stinks. Uh, did you watch it? It does I, stink? I've seen it. It is, it is, it's it is bad. not good. That's really weird because I watched the preview and you know what I thought when I watched the preview? What you think? That silence was my brain. Hmm. That was the interest They're in They're trying brain. to bring mystery back, but they couldn't bring acting. No. They... <laughs> All right, quick update. Uh, I accidentally turned on Texas and Oklahoma, which, by the way, Corey was right. It is the Red River rivalry. I'm sorry. Excuse me? Corey was right. Thank you. It is called the Red River. Red. <sighs> Red River. Anyways, Bruce Nolan's on the Western Hotline now. And, uh, Bruce, can you say Red River, Red, Red, Red <laughs> River rivalry? <laughs> I try to avoid it as much as possible. What <laughs> Red River rivalry is about as good as I can do. Uh, yeah, I mean, it took me a minute. But I, I did find out that due to uh, geography purposes, that's why it's called this, um, because the Red River uh, actually splits Texas and Oklahoma. And there you go. There's your geography lesson for the afternoon, Mr. Nolan. Um, first and foremost, thank you for joining me on the Western Hotline today. I appreciate it. I know you are, um, you're out on delivery duties today. I am. I am. My wife made a cake for an acquaintance and we drove it we got up early this morning and drove it a couple hours away from where we usually reside to drop it off so that some lucky child out there will have a wonderful birthday uh, am i the child i'm confused i i'm not the child <laughs> correct <laughs> no no you are you're you are not not this time we we deliver boxes to you and cakes to other Yes, and you know what? I, uh, I I still owe you for that. One day uh, I, I will make that up to you and Miss Nolan for uh, for driving all the way to Buffalo to deliver me your leftover boxes for my move that literally was a game changer for me. And Oklahoma just uh, their their backup quarterback just ran like sixty five yards for a touchdown, so it's twenty eight to fourteen. Anyways, Bruce, I brought you on uh, a because you're my co host for Food for Thought, which is uh, I think the the most popular new uh, podcast in America. Did I see Did I see that somewhere? That seems reasonable. I mean, who needs to let silly little things like facts get in the way of a good narrative? That's right. That's so right. I'm down with it. Let's just call it that. So we talked about uh, a number of things. We can't give away the podcast because you need to go back and listen, which you can you know, listen to wherever you find your podcast, Apple and, uh, and, and the Android. So wherever you want to find your podcast, you can find Food for Thought just in the search bar, Food for Thought with Bruce Nolan and myself. Uh, we talked a lot about um, this week, which I think is a very... 
think it makes sense to talk about it, which is fall foods. You mentioned something that I thought was really interesting. You said you are no longer, um, you know, under the thumb of the calendar on when you can use your crock pot and when you can eat certain things that are more traditionally known as fall foods. You'll eat them in the summer. You'll eat them in the spring. You don't care. I'm pretty similarly to you. Um, I did want to ask you, though. We talked about pumpkin versus apple cinnamon. Corey, um, you're an esteemed, you're, you're a respected person in the community. Um, when you think Wait, about fall, what? I, I, I apologize, I apologize. I, I was just trying to make up for um, telling you you were wrong about Don't the Red River Don't push your politics on me, pal. Uh, <laughs> apple cinnamon or pumpkin? Apple cinnamon. So is that so that, that means we're all three in agreement, correct, Bruce? That, that, if I recall correctly, you did say apple cinnamon as well, right? Or did yeah, you pick, or did you pumpkin pick pumpkin? Guy, pretty much at all. You're not a pumpkin guy. I am not a pumpkin guy. I'm uh, not pumpkin oh. pie, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin, you know, pumpkin rolls. I, I'm not. I'm not a pumpkin guy. I'm not like repulsed. You're not anti pumpkin. But... You're just not pro pumpkin. Right. I, I would just never voluntarily choose it. I mm. never would go out of my way and go, yes, pumpkin. If, if, if pumpkin's the only thing in the world, I will eat it and I will not really love it, but I'll be fine. I just mm. never voluntarily choose pumpkin. It's the memification of our diet. People just embrace pumpkin spice because they think it's a joke. That's why it keeps expanding into other months because it's like, ah, see, it's pumpkin spice season when nobody actually does it except for a, a few, like, psychopaths. So I'm a psychopath. Yeah, like, no, I don't go looking for pumpkin. I don't even associate this season with pumpkin. Like, it's there. I see it on stuff, but it's not the first thing I think of. So, nah, I don't need it. I like pumpkin, but let me give you guys both a hot take. Give me sweet potato pie over pumpkin pie any day of the week. You see, I think that would would be a hotter take for me if I wasn't really kind of disinterested in both of them. You don't like sweet sweet potato pie? Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's fine. It's whatever. I I feel the same way about pumpkin. I think the one thing that I, I, I consistently run into is that the people who lean into pumpkin this time of year more are typically the coffee aficionados. They're the people who like flavored coffees, people Mm. who like, you know, their caramel apple spice and people who like their peppermint around the Christmas season and things like that. It's the seasonal flavored coffee people because then you get the coffee cream stuff and you get the pumpkin cream lattes from Starbucks and things like that. I think that's, that's where it starts to kind of come around and so i don't really experience a lot of the other side of the coin being in this case sweet potato pie but if you if you make me you know if you make me pick something i'm gonna have a hard time i could probably go pumpkin but i'm really disinterested in both interesting well i don't want to give too much more of our podcast so if uh, if you want to go back and listen to the perfect balance of food and football it's food for thought you can check us out um on the apple uh on on apple or uh, in itunes wherever you buy or wherever you buy you don't have to buy it it's free wherever you get your podcast and download your podcast you can find us just in the search bar food for thought so bruce i want to talk to you about this game um against the kansas city chiefs we talked a lot about this last night talked about some of the new things that we're seeing from the team in terms of the new offensive line and and kind of how we expect that to play out in this game tomorrow i i, I had two kansas city guests matt verderam a fan sided uh he's a fan of the kansas city chiefs and and writes about them and then you have uh jay binkley who is a a host for the chiefs post game show um, for 610 and Odyssey Station in Kansas City. And in both instances, they talked about this defense being really bad for Kansas City. And 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 probably, I would say rightfully so, they have looked very bad. I, I asked them both this question, and, I, and I'd actually like to hear what your answer is. I asked them if it mattered. 
I said, you know, you guys keep talking about how bad the defense is and could this hold the team back from winning another Super Bowl? And I, I asked them both, does it matter if they're bad because of how good the offense is? And both of them kind of like paused for a second and then basically answered by saying, if it stays this bad and doesn't get like 5 or 10% better, this will stop them from winning another Super Bowl. Do you buy that? Like, it, if they stayed this bad, this defense that we saw for the, through the first four weeks of the season for Kansas City stays and remains this bad, are they still a Super Bowl contender? No, they're not. Uh, I think that one of the things, and I, 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 let me let me let me kind of hedge that a little bit. Super Bowl contender, sure, as in they can contend for it, but I don't think they're a favorite if the defense stays this bad. And really, what it boils down to is that. It, it, it can be bad. It can be mediocre. It can be below average. It just can't be historically bad. Nobody has ever won the Super Bowl, regardless of the elite-level quarterback play that you've had with a defense that's 30, 32nd in the league in DVOA. Like, that's really bad. Like, and so it's one of those scenarios where, yes, your offense is amazing, and your offense is great, and your quarterback is great. Patrick Mahomes is widely considered to be one of the best players in football. It's not the best player in football, depending on how you weight positional value relative to players like Aaron Donald. But the fact of the matter is that you can have a good offense, and that's awesome, and that's great, and that will move you along. But the degree of gap between your offense and the opposing offense of someone like, say, the Los Angeles Chargers, it's notable, but it's not nearly as big as the gap between their defense and your defense. And so it starts to get problematic when that gap that is – pretty notable between the Chiefs quarterback play and other people's quarterback play because Patrick Mahomes is great and that gap is there and that gap by itself can make up and cover up a lot of problems but it can't cover it up if your defense is that bad there's a lot of times when the New Orleans Saints let's flip the switch talk about the NFC right there's a lot of years where the New Orleans Saints had one of the best offenses in football with one of the best play callers in football and one of the best quarterbacks in football and the defense didn't show up. And then the year they got reasonable defensive play, they won the Super Bowl. There's a lot of people who are like, man, you know what? What would Drew Brees' career look like if he got the defenses that Tom Brady got? A lot mm-hmm. of people have that conversation specifically in New Orleans. They're like, listen, Tom Brady got more support than Drew Brees did on the opposite side of the ball. That's the conversations you could be having 10 years from now about Kansas City if their defense were to stay this bad for a long time. Now, obviously, that's unlikely for them to stay this bad for that long because they're, gonna, they're a competent organization. They're going to make the associated adjustments. But, yes, absolutely it can be a problem, and they could run into problems trying to win a Super Bowl if it stays this bad. Bruce, um, I'm, I'm also interested in uh, – we talk a little scheme from time to time. What do you believe makes – the most sense and how to defend a guy like Patrick Mahomes because we know and it's just it's known about Mahomes that when he sort of gets off structure um, and when he breaks contain and gets outside of the pocket what he does really well is finds new maybe new is the wrong word more optimal passing lanes when he moves out of the pocket and he can get outside the pocket on the move. He could throw across his body. He opens up the field for himself to remain a thrower. Where historically, when quarterbacks break the pocket, typically they're doing so if they're athletic and they they can use their feet. Like they're just going to run the ball. They're going to tuck it and run. Patrick Mahomes breaks the pocket in order to extend plays, get his wide receivers um, out of structure, but in scramble rules. I wonder if you believe that 
getting to the quarterback tomorrow maybe comes secondary to doing what you can to keep him in the pocket. And listen, I, I, I may be asking a question. You, your answer might just be, it's just impossible to keep him in the pocket because you have to try to collapse him without letting him break contain. Because in my opinion, Bruce, you would rather have Patrick Mahomes beat you within within a muddled pocket and maybe you don't sack him one time rather than let him break contain, get to the outside, find open passing lanes, and find open guys that are breaking away from coverage. You could have the best defensive backfield ever. And if a quarterback has more than four seconds to throw, five seconds to throw, those guys are going to get open. You can't cover for that long in the NFL with the athletes that, that are on the outside. So, like, is your, is your best-case scenario – containment, collapsing a pocket, and forcing Patrick Mahomes to throw from within it, or letting him bounce it out and hoping that you can guard on the outside? I think best-case scenario is what happened in the Super Bowl, which is you've got pressure with four and you have really good man corners. Knowing that best-case scenario because of circumstances is no longer a possibility because Patrick Mahomes no longer has a broken foot. Patrick Mahomes no longer has three backup caliber linemen, although he does have new linemen. They're not the same quality of linemen in the negative that they were in the Super Bowl. So, and the Bills don't have that quality of man coverage corner that the Buccaneers had, although this year they're running dangerously short on corners, and this is what you can see what's happening to the Buccaneers' defense this year because they can't cover anybody. So that's the ideal circumstance. But knowing that the facilities and the circumstances that were necessary to create and manifest that best-case scenario, they're not around. Now we start going, okay, best-case scenario is not going to happen. What about the next best case. Right? What, about, what about getting close? And I think there's something to it, because if you don't allow Patrick Mahomes to jumpstart the scramble drill, then he's got to try to find those windows, those throwing windows, to Tyreek Hill and to Travis Kelsey, where he can't really have the space to operate. People underestimate the amount of space it takes from a, just from a physiological standpoint, in a, in a you know, square or a circle around where the quarterback is standing to be able to make some of these ridiculous throws. You need room to be able to do that. And that's one of the reasons why you'll see a quarterback bail from a pocket, jumpstart the scramble drill, get his head up, and go, okay, guys, let's go. Let's, you know, somebody get open. And some players like Byron Pringle, right, like Demarcus Robinson, hmm. who would normally be a threat – all of a sudden become a threat when you have to cover them for four and a half seconds and the quarterbacks got that amount of boundary. So it's not a crazy idea to think, listen, we want to do everything we possibly can to make you do the following things. We want you to try to find Demarcus Robinson or Byron Pringle four seconds into a play from the pocket. Like if that's the parameters that we want to set as a defense, it's not a bad idea. Then you have the long-limbed pass rushers to be able to make things kind of annoying from the pocket. You've got Gregory Rousseau. You have a revitalized Star Latule who became a good pass rusher overnight at the age of 31 after a COVID opt-out season. So you've got the players to be able to do it. This is an Ed Oliver game. Let's, you know, let's show up. Let's get it up the middle. Let's yeah. compress. Let's keep Patrick Mahomes in the pocket. And so I don't think it's a bad idea. You just have to understand that ideally you're not going to get those circumstances anymore. You're going to try and go for second-best circumstances, and that might be it. Bruce, are you worried at all about Josh Gordon and this integration of him in his first week? And, and do you believe if like you're going to face this team with Josh Gordon now in the lineup, like maybe week one of this, this experiment with him in the lineup, maybe is the best week to have to go against it? 
I always worry about things without sample sizes. And so I worry about unknowns. And Josh Gordon is an unknown. For some people, their default setting for unknown is I'm not going to worry about it until I have something. I have an opposite approach. I worry about everything that I don't have data not to worry about. Mm. And for Josh Gordon, it doesn't take that, it doesn't take a, a tremendous quality of wide receiver to be able to open up that Chiefs offense. It just needs to be better than Nicole Hardman, Byron Pringle, and Demarcus Robinson. We saw that when Sammy Watkins was there with the Kansas City Chiefs, is that they had a reasonable third weapon. Can Josh Gordon be a reasonable third weapon who can create for himself? And that's the issue. That's been the issue for Demarcus Robinson, Byron Pringle, and Nicole Hardman. It's not that they don't have talent, but much like in basketball, they can't create their own shot. Tyreek Hill can create his own shot. Travis Kelsey can create his own shot. They don't have anybody. The Bills are loaded with people who can create their own shots. But the Chiefs really have two. If Josh Gordon's the third, Josh Gordon doesn't have to be prime Josh Gordon. He can just be non-prime Sammy Watkins, and that would be good enough. And knowing that that bar is fairly low, yeah, absolutely it worries me, and it will worry me until I see something to make it not worry me. Um. Do you want me to go over the stat line that uh, Travis Kelsey had in the AFC Championship game? Did you want me to re- rehash those out? I mean, I, I, you know, I, I'd, I'd prefer you not, but I guess we can if Listen, you want to talk about it. I guess, I guess what I want to ask you is if Matt Milano's a no-go, or worse, I, maybe maybe worse than Matt Milano being a no-go is putting Matt Milano out there and he's not 100%. Because I, I, at that point, you might as well put Dotson, you might as well put you know Smith or, or whoever else you want out, AJ Klein, um, because I just don't believe putting him out there at less than less than like ninety percent is really a smart move for a him or b your defense. What do you do to because you're not going? Here's the thing: you're not going to stop Travis Kelsey, you're not going to stop Tyree Kill, and but I, I actually shouldn't say that. I thought the Bills have done a really good job with Tyree Kill. Um, he has not beaten them with that big play, knock on wood, and. They, what they've really struggled to do is the sustainable guy, right? To sustain drives, which is Travis Kelsey. How do you, tr- how do you respect that he's going to get his without letting him get thirteen for one whatever and two touchdowns that he had against the Bills in that AFC Championship game? Because like that's how you lose. You have to try to limit his ability to to beat you to, to get touches. You mentioned it. Let Nicole Hardman, let Josh Gordon be the guys that beat your defense. But how do you try? How how do you even attempt to slow him down? I think the health of Tremaine Edmonds is an underrated discussion going into this particular game because last year you have a shoulder injury that limits your ability to move comfortably, tackle physically, and I think that when you have Tremaine Edmonds another year in the system. There's a possibility that that length is one of the things that has an opportunity to cause some hesitation. And that's what you want. You want hesitation from Patrick Mahomes. So it's not like you're going to match him up man-to-man with Travis Kelsey because Travis Kelsey is much shiftier of an athlete than Tremaine Edmonds is. But let's say, for example, that you have enough comfortable, comfortability in your zone, you know, your flat zone defenders, that you can at least bracket him and your inside defender has the length. Right? One of the things that people don't historically think about is that when you bracket defenders, sometimes the outside defender is the one with the length. You have a six foot one corner, and then you have like a five foot ten stocky linebacker, right? Well, in this case, it's not necessarily the case. You have length on the outside, you have length with Tremaine Edmonds. And so if you can do the things where it allow you to bracket it and still keep Micah Hyde over the top to keep Tyreek Hill from burning you deep, then 
maybe the health of Tremaine Edmonds and his ability to move a little bit more fluidly without the shoulder injury can be something where you can just cause hesitation. That's good enough. Just cause hesitation. Let him get uncomfortable. Make him move to the next guy because that's what you were just talking about. Just move to the next guy. I'm not saying that we're going to stop everything in the world because that's not something that happens. You don't, like I said to you for you a couple times, Patrick Mahomes, maybe, maybe he's had two bad games in his career. In his career, right. Like, yeah, you're not going like, to get that. But if I could just get you to move to the next guy, it's about playing the probabilities and minimizing the damage. And I think that one of the things we're not talking about enough is how healthy Tremaine Edmonds is this game versus the way he was last game and the way that could potentially impact in zone coverage. Yeah, and you know, you know what didn't work, Bruce? I didn't love watching how many times Tredavious White in that game was tasked with trying to cover, um, <clears throat> to try to cover Travis Kelsey. It just didn't work, and that's not that's nothing against Tredavious White. I just think that just goes to show you the difference of trying to cover outside receivers in a tight end as good as Travis Kelsey. That's just not the scheme. That's not the game plan. I think that that you're going to pull out and it's going to work in this game. I would agree with that. It's one of those things where you you. You have to understand what your players do, and there's a reason why you have teams like the Miami Dolphins who have specialized tight end covers. I mean, Eric Rowe is the designated Miami Dolphins cover the tight end guy. It's because when you have a special tight end, it's because they're a unique athlete. The Darren Wallies of the world, the Travis Kelsey of the world, we talked about this in the Dawson Knox conversation. They just don't make a lot of athletes like that. So, if you need to find someone to match up, you can't just say, well, he's good at covering XYZ, therefore he'll be good at covering ABC. It's not necessarily that because you have a unique athlete on the offensive side of the board, and sometimes you have to respond with a unique athlete on the defensive side of the board, which is why everyone kind of goes to Tremaine Emmons. Bruce, as always, thank you so much for making time for me, buddy. Uh, I will be talking to you next week. Enjoy the game tomorrow, and I'll be looking forward to your reactions on the Bruce Exclusive Podcast next week. Sounds fantastic, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Bruce Nolan there of Buffalo Rumblings. You can check out his podcast, The Bruce Exclusive, uh, joining us there on the West Her Hotline. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.